Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Today on Vitality Radio, we're going to talk about things like Listerine and Crest Toothpaste and Tide and Glass Plus and Windex and Irish Spring and what else do I have on here? Emergency and Vegetable Oil and tap water, and a whole bunch of other things that you may be using every day, I'm going to try and convince you that maybe that's not such a good idea, and I'm going to provide you with some awesome alternatives. That's all next on Vitality Radio. Vitality Radio, of course, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, Utah, my family store for the last 44 and a half years. We'll turn 45 this August. I cannot hardly believe that, seeing as I turn 50 this August. Kind of a crazy thing. And uh, I'll tell you, life is such a mixed bag of all the things, right? Emotions and stresses and celebrations and excitement and sorrow and energy and fatigue and all the things, and I'll tell you, this week for me, with all the stuff going on, there's a war on that some morons in political power are talking about in this country, and I'm not going to get political, but yes, I did say morons, and yes, I meant that. That's going on, and of course, we're on some sort of a weird pseudo hiatus with COVID-19. Who knows what's going on there? The dictator in Canada has decided to pull the troops off the street. There's all kinds of weird stuff going on. And my week has been beautiful. Absolutely amazing. I'm going to share a couple of things that have happened to me this week. And a lot of it has to do with you listening to this show, which I so greatly appreciate. If you have questions about anything you hear on Vitality Radio, just call us, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662, and we will take great care of you over the phone, no matter where you are. If you can hear my voice, we can help you out. That's what we do at Vitality Nutrition. It's what we've done for almost 45 years, and it's what we love to do. So back to what I was saying about my week. My week has been just awesome. Let me tell you why. So over the last five days, four days, actually, I guess is all it is. It's crazy how much has happened in the last few days. I have met probably 10 different people. I'm working through the faces in my mind right now who I met for the first time at Vitality Nutrition who listen to this show. And I've said said it before, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it over and over again. One of my favorite things about this show is that I get to educate really 
amazing, well-meaning people who are taking an active role in their health and not so much just handing it over to whoever it might be that they trust with their health care decisions. I admire that and I honor that. I do believe that our health is absolutely our personal responsibility. But when I get to meet people who've been influenced in some way by Vitality Radio, it's always a thrill for me. I love every single one of those meetings. I love shaking those hands. I love getting to know that individual, even if it's just for a few minutes at Vitality or talking on the phone or whatever it is, because every one of those interactions means something to me. I even had this sweet young lady, and, and <laughs> I sound so old when I say that, but I don't think she was, you know, in her very early 20s, if I had to guess. And, you know, I'm certainly old enough to be her father anyway, which was thrilling, who had been very influenced by Vitality Radio. And I often joke that my crowd, my primary demographic, seems to be people that are my age or older. Now, I certainly have listeners that are younger, for sure, but it's not the biggest group. And I think there's a few reasons for that. One of the biggest ones, I think, is that as we age and we start to feel things more, you know, that aching joint or the lower level of energy, or maybe our memory starts to slip, or our sleep isn't as good as it used to be, or when we eat things, we don't feel so hot when we used to be able to eat whatever we wanted. Any of those things that tend to happen as we get older, they act as you know wake-up calls, right? Telling us, hey, man, get your act together, because you're falling apart. And that tends to be the person who gets really interested in their health, especially from a more alternative, preventative maintenance uh, type of a perspective. So when I have someone younger come in and say they love the show and it's helped them feel better and they've been able to get off of prescriptions because of things that they're doing naturally that have helped with their health and their nutrition, man, that's just is a it's a rush for me. I know I'm weird. That. <laughs> That kind of stuff impacts me, but it does. It is what I do, and I absolutely love it. She even uh, said, yeah, this is weird. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity, and I'm like, well, you might feel like you're talking to a celebrity, but you're just talking to me, and I'm like the lowest level celebrity you could possibly imagine. But regardless, these interactions are just fun. They're really fun. I love meeting you, so please, if you do honor vitality nutrition and me with a visit please ask if i'm there i would love to come out and make your acquaintance if i am in the back or you know busily hammering away on the computer or whatever uh and if not whenever you do get a chance i, I would love to meet you i appreciate it very much some other things that happened this week that are really exciting or that are happening this week on uh friday yesterday we did a soft launch of our all-new website. Now, if you've been to vitalitynutrition.com, uh, you probably know it's just information, and it's it's good information. There's recipes, there's uh, blog posts, you know, that kind of stuff, lots of good information, but it's that's what it is. It's an informational website, not uh, a whole lot of interaction there uh, with us, and certainly not the opportunity to look at products or purchase products or anything like that. Our new website fixes all of that stuff, and it's going to be an absolute just awesome site. We're going to be able to 
do so many things with it, including being more interactive with you, um, our favorite people. So that site is vitalitynutrition.com. And if you go to it, just be gentle because we are debugging it right now. I don't really know what it looks like yet. Uh, I mean, I, I know what it looks like, but I don't know if all the bugs are worked out. Uh, so uh, take a look, vitalitynutrition.com, and I promise you within the next couple of weeks, we'll have everything hammered out. It'll be working great. That's exciting because, frankly, I should have had a website like this, you know, 10 years ago. And uh, it, like everything else in life, if it's if it's not something you're necessarily naturally good at, if it becomes intimidating, it's very easy to just put it on the back burner, which I have done and which I am learning in my older age, I need to stop doing. But uh, regardless, vitalitynutrition.com uh, is there for you now. Also, believe it or not, and this is something I've not mentioned, I don't think ever on this show, I've been working on an ebook. And I was blessed to have somebody drop into my life, and it is someone who has been influenced by Vitality Radio and Vitality Nutrition and has dramatically changed her health picture because of some of the things that she has done from what she's learned, which is very exciting. Her name is Suzanne, and you'll get to uh, learn a lot more from her with the ebook, which we are co-writing, uh, because she actually is a writer where I am not. Uh, so the content is primarily from me, but the writing skills are primarily from her, and much of the research uh, is from her as well. It's going to be a great ebook. I think you're really going to like it, and we're going to give you an opportunity to get it for free uh, as soon as it's available, which should be in the next 30 days or so. It's going to be called The Vital Five which you've heard me talk about, and it's going to go into great detail on all of those five things that I think are so vital for your health. So with all of this stuff that's been going on, I was sitting outside Vitality Nutrition, sitting in my car after we closed one night. I think it was about 9.30. I'd been there working a little bit late, and uh, there was uh, some snow falling down, and I just sat there looking at the store from through the window of my car with the snow falling. And I thought about my parents and the legacy that they left me by opening this place, it, knowing that when they owned it, because I bought it when I was 22 years old from them, when they owned it, it wasn't really a business per se. I mean, it was, but it didn't pay the bills or anything. My, my father had a full-time uh, business besides that that he owned. And it was kind of a side project. But because of that side project... I was able to find what I believe is my place in life at Vitality Nutrition. And the gratitude I have for them, the gratitude that I have for you listening to this show, I, I can't really explain in words other than to say thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So with all of that said, there will be no rant today. It's all love today. Everything's going to be just high energy and frankly, me pretty much just talking off the top of my head, I hope you appreciate that. I've written very few notes compared to what I typically do for a show because I feel like I can tell you everything I want to tell you straight from my heart and from the research that I've done before and, and know so well. Now, I did say no rant, and I did say all love, and I probably shouldn't have said all, and I maybe I shouldn't have said no, 
But it's not an official rant. I'm not going to play that rant music that I play, but I'm going to throw a few brands under the bus. So hopefully that's okay. I have good reason for it. Let's get on with the show. This morning, as I was battling around in my brain for what I wanted to talk about on today's show, typically a day or two prior to the show, I've got a plan. And the day of the show, I write it up and I deliver the show. Last night, we had a phenomenal breathwork class at Vitality Nutrition, and I was there until about 10 o'clock last night, and uh, I had not thought at all about what I was going to do on the show today, and so I realized that I needed to get to work, and so I asked a couple of people. I asked Michaela, my niece, who is working with me on social media and a bunch of other great stuff, what she thought I should talk about. I talked to Jen and asked her what she thought I should talk about. And I just kind of moved some stuff around in my brain trying to figure out what to do. And I actually came up with about six ideas on what I could do. And then I woke up and I started swishing with my favorite mouth rinse slash mouthwash. And I decided... I'm going to talk about this, not that. Now, there's this guy that I think used to write for New York Times or something like that, and he wrote a series of books, This, Not That, and he'd basically tell you what burger to buy at Burger King that was a better option than another burger at Burger King based on calories and fat content and all that kind of stuff. And it's an interesting book. I don't agree with a lot of what he says, but some of the information is pretty useful. But I love the concept of this, not that. And so I recognize, and this isn't the first time I've recognized this, that my house is a weird house. And in large part, it is because of those parents I had that are weird parents. Uh, They raised me differently than most kids get raised, eating differently than most kids eat. Uh, using different products than most kids use. And then as I've been doing the health food store thing for my whole life and the radio thing for the last 13 years, I've recognized that, yeah, I don't do things very similarly to the vast majority of people I know. And so as I walked around the house this morning, I just started picking out products recognizing that these are products that aren't found in most people's house and that they are alternatives to products that are found in most people's homes. And I wanted to let you know why, because I have a reason for every single thing that I buy, the same as you do. It's just that my, I don't know, upbringing, heritage, whatever you want to call it, gives me a different twist on it than probably most people have. Now, some of you are way ahead of the game. You already know that Listerine is a terrible idea or Crest toothpaste is not good for you. And others of you are like, wait, huh? Wait a minute. I use Crest toothpaste. What are you talking about? That's what I'm going to talk about today. So I'm going to go through, I'm not going to get through everything because there's probably a hundred things that I do that are a little weird, a little funky compared to what everybody else does. But I'm going to go through one by one until I run out of time. So I better get going. 
And we're going to start with that mouthwash that I was just talking about. I use a product called BR Rinse. The BR is just actually stands for brushing rinse. And I have talked about it before as it relates to prevention of viral infections and bacterial infections and things like that, which you can absolutely use it for because it's got food grade hydrogen peroxide in it. And food grade hydrogen peroxide is not only super oxygenating, uh, but it is also very naturally antimicrobial, antiviral, that kind of stuff. You swish with it instead of a regular mouthwash for two reasons. And when I say regular mouthwash, I'm talking about things like scope, Listerine, those types of things. The first reason is it's it's awesome stuff. It works really, really well. Oxygenating your mouth, your throat, and all that stuff is very, very good for it. It's good to bring more blood flow to the tissue there, good to help with uh, periodontal uh, issues, good to help with uh, cavity issues, all those types of things. And it's very preventative of a variety of different types of infections that you could have both inside your mouth and inside your body. So I love it for all those reasons. But the reason I don't use Listerine and Scope in the first place is, and, and had to find an alternative, is because these things are toxic. They're not good for you. In fact, in 2016, there was a study that was done that actually proved that uh, the risk of cancer of the head and neck is anywhere between 8 to 31% higher in alcohol-based mouthwash users versus those who never use them. And the odds increase the longer you use them. If you use them for 35 years, those odds can increase all the way up to over a 50% higher likelihood of cancer of the head or neck, which includes mouth cancer and things like that. Would you ever have thought that when you're, you know, swishing back that Listerine or scope? Now, do I think that they're super dangerous to use every once in a while? Probably not. They're not that toxic. You're not going to drop over dead from it. But the problem with a lot of these things that I'm going to talk about today is it's more of a cumulative effect that you need to be concerned about. The day-in, day-out use of things that are toxic eventually will wear you down to some degree and can cause real illness, such as head and neck cancers. Think about that. Throat cancer, mouth cancer, things like that are real. The odds aren't high that you're going to get those in the first place, but the odds are increased by up to 31% in shorter-term usage and up to 50%, 58% actually it was, in longer-term issues, uh, 35 years or longer. And if you're as old as me, you may have been using them for 35 years or longer. No time like the present to stop. So that's based on actually a study of studies. They took 12 different studies based on the prevalence of cancers that occur basically from the neck up. And what they found was that the odds, when they took all 12 studies together, that the odds across the board were higher of cancer in people who used those products versus people who didn't. And they were able to actually uh, account for people who smoked and people who drink a lot of alcohol, both of which increase the risk as well. So they're able to uh, balance out those things and get those people out of the mix to look at people who weren't heavy drinkers, who weren't smokers, and say, just what is the difference here? Now, more research would have to be done to prove that in you know definitely. It's kind of how science is, despite what you may have heard from Dr. Fallacy. But what we're talking about here is anything that you are doing inside 
your home that you are putting inside of your body, even if you're then spitting it out. Because remember, the best way to absorb most things is in the mouth before you swallow it, not not after you swallow it. Swishing it around in the mouth, you do absorb a high percentage of those artificial sweeteners, those artificial colors. The alcohol, which is not an alcohol that is actually safe to be consumed, and yet you are consuming a small percentage of it every single time you rinse. So let's talk about that for just a minute in just a little more detail, because what I want to impress upon you, which I often do on this show, is what the propaganda we get with marketing is just unbelievable. So I'm on the Listerine website, okay? And it says our ingredients. And it's this beautiful picture of a, a hands holding peppermint leaves in a peppermint field. And it, it just feels so natural. It's beautiful. Four essential oils, they say, are in their product. Essential oils are at the core of the formulation are inspired by plants known for some Pretty epic stuff, such as disinfecting abilities and antimicrobial qualities. Uh, thymol is the first one. This is similar to the oil from the thyme plant. S- similar to the oil from the thyme plant. Eucalyptol, which is extracted from eucalyptus. So they're actually getting that from the thyme plant, as opposed to what I'm guessing is a synthetic variation of, uh, or sorry, they're getting that from the eucalyptus plant which is a, a different than whatever this similar to means. Menthol, I love this one. A minty oil similar to the extract of a mint leaf, and yet they show these hands in the, in the peppermint field. And then methyl salicylate, which is a form of aspirin, which is inspired by wintergreen. <laughs> yeah, inspired by wintergreen. So they have four essential oils, of which one actually... Sounds like it may be an essential oil. The other three are either similar to or inspired by. And then water. Well, water's the base of our products. Okay, well, there's the <laughs> there's the one healthy ingredient. Alcohol to help dissolve the oils, but also potentially cause cancer. They leave that part out. Sorbitol provides hydration and sweetness to enhance the flavor. I'm not too concerned about sorbitol. Uh, benzoic acid and sodium benzoate which I think is really funny. They don't call them preservatives. They are preservatives, but they say adjust the pH of the product, uh, prevents microbial growth, and helps adjust pH of the product. Now, I'm not a big fan of sodium benzoate or benzoic acid, but they're not super deadly. No big deal there either. Sucralose, which if they're going to choose an artificial sweetener, it's my favorite of the not-so-good-for-you artificial sweeteners. Sodium saccharin, which provides sweetness to enhance the flavor, they say, which, um, you know, in rat studies has also caused cancer. And uh, polyxamer, which helps mix the oils and water and helps remove food particles. Now, anything that's polyxamer 407, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know what that ingredient is, but when it has a number after it, I'm often curious. And then, of course, they, for some reason, declined to talk about the artificial colors that are in there. So, yeah, it sounds great when it's written up as they write it up, but they do leave out some key components. How about your toothpaste? Crest, Colgate, uh, you know, Aquafresh. I don't even know if that's still still on the market. I, I don't know. I haven't used any of those for a long, long time. My personal favorite toothpaste uh, are three, and I and I bounce around quite a bit to be honest with you. But I have three that I love. 
Right now, I'm using something called EcoDent. Now, EcoDent is not a toothpaste. It's a tooth powder. And if you're not familiar with tooth powders, they're a little funky. But what you do, basically, is you put a little, you wet your brush, and you put a little powder on your brush, and then you brush it up, and it kind of acts like toothpaste. It gets a little foamy, and they got a little uh, bicarbonate uh, uh, in there to, you know, make it uh, foam up. And you brush your teeth great with the stuff. I actually really, really like it. It's super economical, and it's amazing for travel because it's this tiny little bottle that has, a you know, like 100 uses in it. So I love the EcoDent stuff. That's an interesting one. Super clean, no toxic chemicals whatsoever. I love that. Also, you've got uh, the My Magic Mud, one of my favorites as well. That's a charcoal-based toothpaste. Uh, they make a, a, a pretty strong claim, and they've got some decent evidence that it helps with whitening the teeth. Uh, but it's also super clean, nothing in there that I wouldn't want in my toothpaste, that I wouldn't want in my children's mouths or my mouth. There's also one called uh, Earth Paste, which is more like mud than my magic mud made right here in Utah and Redmond. Uh, this stuff is is really great. It's made out of bentonite clay, which has proven detoxification uh, properties, helps to pull toxins out of the mouth that don't need to be there. And uh, I really, really like that one as well. And then there's a third one also, or a fourth one also made in Utah that I'll, I'll give an honorable mention because I actually really like this stuff too. It's actually uh, made with colloidal silver. Now I'm going to do a show, a full show on colloidal silver very soon. In fact, that was on the short list of what I was going to do today. But the beauty of this is it does have some very powerful antimicrobial, antibacterial properties, and it's uh, safe as safe can be. You can brush with it and you can swallow it if you want. There's nothing in there that would hurt you. You may not have noticed on your children's toothpaste, in particular, the warnings that are on there. So like if you go to the uh, the label for the frozen bubblegum flavor toothpaste with fluoride from Crest, it, it tells you a few things. First off, the ingredients. It's got sodium fluoride in there. I'm not going to get into the fluoride debate right now, but I personally think that's a bad idea, and I'll explain in more detail on a, on a future show. It's got sodium lauryl sulfate, which on the EWG website, which is my favorite, the Skin Deep website from EWG, my favorite website to help you figure out if your body care products are well good for you or not. Sodium lauryl sulfate scores a 9 out of 10 on the toxicity level, and there are there is pretty compelling evidence that it probably also causes cancer. Uh, you've got the sodium saccharin in there as well. And of course, they've got to put that artificial color. Red 28 is in there. Uh, red dyes, we know, have an impact, especially on kids with ADD, ADHD. But the interesting thing about the sodium fluoride is that if you look at the health and safety information, it says to keep out of reach of children under six years of age. I'm going to guess that the majority of children using the frozen toothpaste are under six years of age. It says if more than is used for brushing uh, is accidentally swallowed, get medical help or contact a poison control center. And then they say specifically don't use more than a pea-sized portion because, you know, not all kids are good at spitting this stuff out, right? Well, do you really want to brush your kid's teeth with something that requires poison control if they swallow too much? Maybe you're good with it. I'm not good with it. We have a really, really great toothpaste for kids that I love called Spry, uh, which is made with xylitol, which has excellent clinical evidence that it actually works better than fluoride uh, at uh, preventing cavities and has no 
you know, nasty adverse event reports. You don't have to call poison control if you swallow it, all that kind of stuff. Now, a lot of what I'm going to talk about is stuff that we sell at Vitality Nutrition, uh, but uh, not everything. There's a lot of stuff that I'll talk about that I just get other places because it's better than the other stuff. So now we've talked about, you know, kind of your oral care stuff. Let's get back to it and uh, hit another item. How about other things in the bathroom, such as bar soap? Do you use bar soap? Do you use hand soap or hand soap? Sorry, liquid soap, that kind of thing. I'm guessing you do. And that's good. We Nothing wrong with using soap unless... You're using the soap that's got a bunch of toxins in it. First off, let's just talk about fragrances. Just a couple weeks ago, I talked about xenoestrogens. You can find that podcast just by searching for X-E-N-O under the Vitality Radio podcast, and you'll find it. But it's just uh, two weeks ago. I think think it was episode 204, uh, but it's right in that range. And that's important. Fragrances are one of the biggest uh, issues with xenoestrogens are the biggest uh, sources is a better way to put it. So the stuff that you, you know, get at Beth Bed Bath and Beyond or Bath and Body Works or whatever it is, has all those heavy fragrances, the, uh, you know, the Yankee candles, the Scentsy stuff, all that, all that stuff. Those fragrances that aren't natural, that don't come from essential oils, uh, that are, you know, maybe inspired by essential oils or, or similar to essential oils. Uh, yeah, it's not the same just so you know, and it is toxic. So let's get away from anything that says parfum, P-A-R-F-U-M, or fragrance. If it doesn't say, if it doesn't specifically tell you what it's scented with, if it's just parfum or fragrance, that's a synthetic chemical. You don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's a trade secret, and it's probably not good for you. So that's the first thing. Uh, But with soap, also... It's just not that hard. Like about any type of soap will clean your hands and wash your body. So we don't have to, you know, get all exotic with our ingredients here. We can keep it really simple. My favorite soap personally is Fiji, organic Fiji soap. I absolutely love it. I recently discovered it and it's fantastic stuff. It also happens to be one of my two favorite hand and body lotions. This stuff is great because it does smell amazing, but it's clean. Uh, On the EWG, where I was saying that, you know, that one ingredient in Listerine is a 9 out of 10 on toxins uh, levels, everything on EWG except for one product is a 1 out of 10 uh, from the organic Fiji line. This stuff is very, very clean. I also love Oregon Soap, Oregon Soap Company. Great stuff. But you can also go old school with like Castile Soap, Dr. Bronner's Soap. Uh, as, as a liquid soap can be used for so many things. Some people use it in their dishwasher. You can use it as a hand soap. You can use it as a shampoo. You can use it as a body wash. There's another one I love called Dr. Wood's Castile Soap. They're both great. Uh, you can give them a shot, you know, kind of find the one you like. But things like Irish Spring, Dove, all that stuff, it's just loaded with stuff you don't need in or on your body. And keep in mind, when you put stuff on your body, You absorb through your skin about 40% of what you put on your skin. So you don't necessarily want those things. And then the fragrances, you breathe them right in and uh, they aren't good for you. So let's avoid those things as well. Lots and lots of excellent, not just suitable, but excellent alternatives that I think you'll probably end up liking more if you give them a try. 
Okay, so what's another one? Oh, I'm going to throw this one in really quick. And it's not a this, not that thing. It's just a this is better than that thing. And it's my toothbrush. I've said for years, my favorite toothbrush is called the flossing brush. It's been my favorite toothbrush for probably six, seven years since I discovered it. It may always be my favorite toothbrush until somebody reinvents that wheel and gives me one that I like even better. The flossing brush is awesome. We do have those at Vitality Nutrition. Love to have you give it a try and tell me if tell me if I'm wrong. They even have one that has colloidal silver in the uh, or or silver I should say in the bristles to help with the antibacterial antimicrobial thing. But what I love about them is they have these tiny little ends on them that get in between your teeth, almost like flossing does. Absolutely love the flossing brush. Uh, let's see what's another one here. How about if we talk about how about water? You know, that's another one that's kind of interesting, and it's one that probably gets more conversation, but I use well water. I also use Kangen water. I think that's actually great. It's it's filtered and uh, structured so that your body can absorb it better, and it hydrates the cells uh, more efficiently. It's also got a higher pH, so that's great. I love RO water, reverse osmosis. Uh, you can buy a, a RO machine that you can put under your, counter, under your counter. I do recommend adding electrolytes to that water. And my favorite electrolyte would be the Endure Drops. But what you're really trying to avoid is tap water. Tap water is loaded with crap, including chlorine. Oftentimes, most of the time, also including fluoride. You don't want to drink that stuff because you don't know how. You're already getting it in your shower if you're not using a shower filter, which I do recommend a shower filter, by the way. Uh, you're already getting it, uh, you know, when you wash your hands, you're getting it when you drink water at a restaurant, all these different places. So let's not just load ourselves up with tap water either. It's just not a good idea. Cleaner, better water makes more sense. How about wound healing? Now, wound healing is interesting. I remember when I was a little guy, I'm going to guess 10, 10 or 11 years old maybe younger, but around that time, I remember I was over at my neighbor's house and and I still live two doors down from this person because I now own the house that I grew up in uh, with my parents that I bought after they passed away. And these these people are great people, wonderful, wonderful people, but not necessarily, you know, quote unquote, natural minded. Uh, and back in the day too, the information we had on this stuff was so limited. Now we have the internet, we can find out anything we want. And I'll tell you, I learned something I'd never heard of before. I think it was it first came out, something called Neosporin. Now, you know what it is. It's been around forever now. It's a tri-antibiotic uh, ointment that you put on a, you know, a cut, a burn, a scrape, a, sca- a scab, whatever. And then maybe you throw a Band-Aid over the top of it, that kind of thing. Now, the qu- first question is why? Well, the idea is to prevent it from getting infected. And that's fine. That's also one of the big ideas behind putting a Band-Aid over the top, which I'm I'm all for Band-Aids. I think they make a lot of sense uh, to cover things up and, and, and keep things out of the wound. But Neosporin's interesting because it's there's actually some really, really good evidence, excellent evidence, that it's causing way more problems than it's solving because it is yet again another source of antibacterial, therefore antibiotic, uh, stuff that we're putting directly on our skin, which remember, a portion of which absorbs into the body and gets into the bloodstream. 
that we simply don't need. In fact, one of the biggest concerns with Neosporin now, and it's not just Neosporin, all the knockoffs that are out there that have these antibiotics in them, same thing. It's not just that the Neosporin, there's a bunch of them, but any of those types of antibiotic creams or ointments have one inherent danger, and that is that every time we use an antibiotic on anything, we are increasing the potential for superbugs. Now, I've done whole shows on superbugs, and maybe I need to do some more because there's still too many people taking too many antibiotics too often for things that you can fix naturally, really, really simply. Colloidal silver, which I again, I'm going to talk about this later. I've already talked about it a little bit with the toothpaste and stuff. There is a gel made by a company right here in Utah called Silver Biotics or ASAP. They, For whatever, I don't know why they have two brand names, but they have two brand names. Silver Biotics gel is just a gel form of colloidal silver. Colloidal silver, if you put it in a Petri dish, is going to wipe out just about anything that you can imagine. It even, they've got excellent clinical evidence specifically showing that when it comes in contact with even things like MRSA, C. diff, and things like that, silver can knock those out. It's very, very powerful. And yet, it's very, um, it, it has a very different impact on the good bacteria. It doesn't seem to have the same effect as these chemicals do that are in our antibacterial hand soaps and, again, neosporin and things like that. The evidence is incredibly overwhelming that we're overdoing antibiotics in every possible way, which is why I push organic produce and organic meats. They matter. Organic milk or raw milk is even better because they don't contain these antibiotics that are fed to the animals that end up in the milk, that end up in um, in the flesh, the meat of the animal that we eat. 70% of the antibiotics made in America are fed to animals that then are fed to us. We have to keep that in mind. Also, when we do the organic route, by and large, we're avoiding the factory farm, and the factory farm is a cruel and horrifying place. I have no problem with eating meat. I eat meat. I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian at all. But that meat, it needs to be avoided for so many different reasons, not the least of which is just the inhumane nature of how it's produced. So back to (laughs) the antibiotic thing. That's the problem when my notes aren't as uh, robust as they typically are. Uh, My, uh, you know, my little ADD brain likes to take it uh, to a different level, but I'm back. I saw the squirrel and I have returned. So here's the thing with the neosporin versus the colloidal silver thing. Colloidal silver works as well or better. It doesn't have any of the toxic effect And frankly, nine times out of 10, you don't need that either. Just a Band-Aid will do. So got rid of the Neosporin long, long, long time ago. Actually never had it. Uh, How about this one? I'm going to give you a new one to think about that maybe you've heard about, maybe you haven't. Maybe you've heard of something called Norwex. Have you heard of Norwex? Well, if you've heard of Norwex, then you've also essentially heard of e-cloth. The only difference being that e-cloth is, well, about a quarter of the price came from the same studies on the same type of microfiber that Norwex came from, just not network marketed. And you can clean your whole house with just water and a cloth. I mean, it's really amazing. They have a bunch of different types of cloths for a bunch of different types of cleaning. 
Uh, this is something I discovered years ago, and I use it for everything from cleaning my glasses to cleaning all of the glass in my house, mirrors and things like that with just water. Better than Glass Plus or Windex with none of the crap that you don't want sprayed in your house. And it, you can clean a window or a mirror so clean that, you know, the birds are going to fly into it and maybe people will walk into it. So perhaps posting signs uh, warning them not to could be useful if you start using e-cloth because there's no streaks, there's no lint, there's no nothing. It is really amazing stuff. If you're not familiar with e-cloth, uh, come talk to us at Vitality Nutrition and we'll tell you all about it. Okay, uh, let's see. How about antiperspirants? First off, there is not a good antiperspirant. I'm just going to tell you. You might not want to hear that, but it's true. There's not a good antiperspirant, but there are good good deodorants. The reason you don't want an antiperspirant is because, well, we're supposed to sweat. I'm sorry. Yes, you might have a little bit of moisture under your arms. If you're a big sweater like me, I might have more moisture under your arms. But regardless, it is, it's a necessary part of life. It is one of the best ways to detoxify through our skin, through our sweat glands. So when we're talking about antiperspirants, we're talking about something that disengages through basically forceful measures one of the best things that our body does for us, which is to detoxify through those glands. So rather than an antiperspirant, a natural deodorant will work just great. My very, very, very most favorite one is made by a company called Think Sport, and I absolutely love it. But I'll tell you, there are many great anti or anti- <laughs> There are many great deodorants, I apologize, that work really, really well. Every bit as well as any deodorant you'll buy in the grocery store without aluminum, without the toxic things, aluminum being linked to Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, things like that, that absolutely will keep you from stinking. I promise. We've done the tests and they work. Think Sport being my favorite, but again, there are many other ones that are excellent as well. Okay, I am going to cut to a quick break. When we come back, I'll have about uh, 15 minutes left to talk about a few other things. I've got way more things than that on my list, but we're going to hit them up as quickly as I can and still give you the information you need on this, not that, what to use that will not only improve your health, but also prevent you from using things that may actually make your health worse around your home. Give us a call if you have any questions about anything you've heard on Vitality Radio today, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. I'm Jared St. Clair. I'll be right back on Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. 
What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements. We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call, and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. And before we left, I was talking about this, not that, things you can use instead of things that I believe you're better off not using around your house. We've gone over deodorants. We've gone over mouthwashes and toothpaste and even toothbrushes. We're going to talk about a few more things before we wrap up the show today. Before I forget, though, Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can give us a call, 801 292 6662 about anything you hear on the show. That's 801-292-6662. Okay, right back into it. Now I'm going to talk about a couple of things I found in my kitchen. I've pretty much covered the bathroom stuff, uh, covered a few other things as well. Let's talk about some kitchen stuff. Why do we want to use organic eggs over mass-produced egg factory eggs? Well, there's a variety of reasons, not the least of which, though, is that they are way healthier, way higher levels of all the things you want and lower levels of all the things that you do not want. So for you as, a, as, as an individual, for your health, organic eggs make a big difference. There are a bunch of reasons, one of the biggest ones being that the eggs themselves come from chickens that are far, far healthier. And a healthier bird lays a healthier egg. It's as simple as that. We're not talking about these factory farms, which you may have seen these chicken factories. I don't know what else to Egg factories. I don't know what else to call them. They're all through southern and central Utah. If you drive around on Highway 89, you'll see a lot of them down in the central Utah area. They're these huge warehouses with thousands and thousands of chickens. Look it up online. Just Google chicken egg factory. You'll find it. Where these birds are in little tiny cages, barely big enough for them themselves to to fit in, let alone move around in. And they're forced to just lay eggs for their entire existence until they can't lay eggs anymore, and then they're done. That is, they're fed feed that is only designed to produce more eggs and not designed for the health of the chicken or the health of the egg. And they absolutely are just, it's an, it's an awful situation. Chickens are meant to run around the yard. If you've ever had chickens, and if you haven't, I encourage you to seriously consider doing it. Having your own chickens is, a, is an amazing thing. It really is. I believe getting to know the source of your food when possible 
is a really valuable thing, whether that's the person who raises uh, the animals that you eat or the person who runs the farm that you get your fruits and veggies or orchard from, or even knowing the chickens that lay your eggs. It means something. My little nine-year-old, an amazing little guy, Xander is just, he's, he's one of the brightest brightest minds and most beautiful spirits on the face of the planet. And yes, he is my son, but I'm telling you, anybody that meets him feels the same way. This kid is amazing. And one of the things that is amazing about him, um, there are 15 chickens, I believe, currently in the backyard. And Xander knows all of them by name. And he goes out and he personally holds each chicken on a weekly basis I think at least once, not so much in the winter time as he does in the summertime, but he goes out there in the winter as well and he feeds them and he waters them and he talks to them and he holds them and he pets them and he loves them. And it's beautiful. For Christmas, he's walking through the store with his mom and his sister uh, at, I think, Hobby Lobby, and he looks up at this amazing picture of these chickens and he said, that's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> This kid is amazing. He's, he's He loves his chickens, like truly loves his chickens, and he loves gathering their eggs, and it's, it's beautiful. And I, that's the connection that I think we need to have with our food. It matters. And we can't get that with these stupid factories that are farming and growing these things. Look up factory farming. Look up factory chicken uh, or egg uh, laying uh, uh, videos on, on YouTube. You might be a little horrified. And so if you don't do it for the sake of your health, which I think is absolutely a big enough motivating factor, do it for the sake of the chickens. I think it really does matter. I believe it does very, very much, actually. Okay, so now we're into the kitchen. We're talking about chickens. Next, what are we cooking our food in? And by that, I mean... What are you cooking or frying with, really? So if you're making eggs or, you know, anything that you'd throw into a frying pan or something like that, or if you're baking uh, something, what oil, what fat are you using? Because there are some really interesting correlations, and we can't necessarily call them causation because there's a million things going on in this world, and I'm going to wrap up with that thought in just a second. But I will tell you this, I believe 100%, and I believe the data backs me up 100% on this, that saturated fats are not the enemy, they are your friend. Coconut oil beats canola oil all the way it possibly can. It uh, has a much, much, it's, first off, it comes into your kitchen, typically extra virgin. It hasn't been put through literally 15 steps of chemical bleaching, heating to a boiling point, processing and extracting with hexane, which is a solvent you don't want in your body, like canola oil, vegetable oil, soybean oil. Coconut oil is a much better uh, alternative, and you can use it in pretty much anything. You're baking, you're frying, all that kind of stuff. Avocado oil is another good vegetable source of fat. You can also use beef tallow. There's a lot of hidden advantages to beef tallow, uh, and it tastes delicious as well. It's used all over the world, but we've been it's been demonized here. Uh, animal fats have been demonized here, and the people who demonize them are wrong. They're demons. <laughs> I believe. So look into that. I'm going to do a whole show on that one soon as well. 
But let me wrap this thing up. I, I've unfortunately completely run out of time and I've got seven or eight things I wanted to share with you. So we're going to have to do a part two to this show down the road soon. But let me just wrap up with this thought. Over the last 80 years, 82 years to be exact, there are some very, very interesting things that have occurred. In 1935, 1935, so actually a little longer than that, 87 years, the chronic disease prevalence in America was at 7.5%. 7.5%. Would you like to guess what it is now? How about guessing what it was in 2000, 22 years ago? It went from 7.5% to 45.4%. 45.4% of Americans with some sort of chronic disease. But here we are in 2022, and at 2020, the number was 60%. 60% of us with chronic disease. There's a reason for this. And I don't think it's a reason. I think it's many reasons. I believe that the things that I've talked about today that I intentionally avoid are partially responsible for this. These fragrances fragrances that I was talking about, the vegetable oils that I was talking about that are just absolutely abused and then given to us. Remember when we were told that margarine was better than butter? Now, of course, they backed off of that and said, oh, wait, hydrogenated fat is bad and butter maybe is healthier. Well, that's only just the the tip of the iceberg of that discussion. These vegetable oils are a killer because even as sugar consumption has gone down dramatically since the nineteen, the late 1980s in America, it's not as low as it was 100 years ago, but since the 80s, fat uh, intake of vegetable oils, seed oils, has go- continued to climb as has disease prevalence. So sugar is not the culprit, although I believe it is a culprit for sure. In fact, I think in the early part from the 1935 that I was talking about where it was 7.5% to the 1980s where it was about 38%, I believe sugar played a big role as well as these oils. But it continues to climb. The toxins that are in our air that we're breathing in our homes, we're breathing outside of our homes, the artificial sweeteners, the artificial colors, the artificial flavors, the preservatives, the uh, chemicals that are barely, barely looked at by EPA, supposedly protecting our uh, American citizens the way that the FDA supposedly protects American citizens. These are things that are on the rise in dramatic fashion. We're doing this to ourselves because we just generally want to trust that the things that people are selling and telling us are good for us are good for us. That simply is not the truth. There are so many factors as to why 60% of Americans, 60% have chronic disease. And if you're one of the people with chronic disease, there are ways to reverse that chronic disease. And in my opinion, the first thing is pay attention to what you're putting in your body, both the good and the evil. That's the message for Vitality Radio today. I hope it was helpful. If you have more questions, I breeze through all of this quite quickly, I know. Please call us at Vitality, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And check out our new website, vitalitynutrition.com. It's not a finished product, but it looks pretty good. And we're going to work out a few kinks, and we'll have it all ready for you in the next week or two. But uh, a lot of good information there. Soon I'll share with you how you can get my 
ebook for free as soon as that is officially published. A lot of fun things happening right now. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. And if you're on Apple Podcasts listening to the show, will you please leave me a review? A written five-star review if you love the show is very helpful in pushing the word out to more and more people that are interested in this type of message. Thank you so much for listening to me. I appreciate you more than you can possibly imagine. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.